jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! Uh... I haven't done anything this week. I told you that. So don't expect any upfront business from me. I have done nothing (laughs) since we last recorded. It is a miracle I'm still alive. Like, it's a miracle that I remembered to at least eat some meals. (laughs) Not just a spider web of a moment. I've done nothing. I do also appreciate that um, you've echoed, uh, well, you know, at every sleepover, you always start by saying, don't expect any upfront business. (laughs) Hey, you. (laughs) Don't expect any upfront business, all right? I'm a lady. (laughs) Retainer in, you turn off the light. (laughs) Good night. No upfront business, no backdoor shenanigans. None of it. <laughs> That's the counterpart. That's the counterpart. Oh my god. None of it. It's yeah. a busy week. I'm <laughs> sure. I literally like if you I mean, if you go ahead, ask me what I did this week. I don't know. I literally I watched the movie for this episode. Uh-huh. That's good, because we're about to talk about it. Yeah, so I did manage to do that, but otherwise, it's like, I feel like I've been, you know how sometimes when you're on an airplane, and then you get off the airplane, and you're like, that was a six-hour trip, what did I do? Oh, yeah, you just sit there and stare at, like, the seat in front of you. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what I've been doing. (laughs) I've just been staring. I listen, I've, well, I have been listening to a lot of music. And doing things while I listen to music, but nothing of consequence. (laughs) So you stare at a wall and listen to music. Honestly, that's been this week. Maybe this is like, this is how my body is naturally reacting to uh, the results of the election. And because you know who hasn't you know what yet. (laughs) In case they're listening, I don't want to (laughs) say. Uh, (laughs) because I can't fully relax. Maybe my body is, like, wanting to relax, but also is in, like, a state of suspension. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Because I'm still nervous about things. Well, baby girl, that, you're gonna, (laughs) you're gonna be in that clinch for, till January, what is it, 20th, 21st? Yeah, it's possible. It's pot- Look, it's just going to make for boring upfront business from me, okay? It's not like the upfront business for me has ever been exciting. It's usually like, I bought a potato this week. <laughs> the other disclaimer at the sleepover. <laughs> I'll give you this. It's going to be boring upfront business. That's right. Listen, okay? <laughs> Do you want to see my potato? <laughs> I bought it. I bought a big potato. You want to see it or not? <laughs> That's it. That's usually what it is. So let's not act like this is some great loss. Also, is talking about how I don't have any upfront business has become upfront business. (laughs) Which is always a thrill. No one, you know, there's nothing better than reading a book about how the author had a hard time writing the book. (laughs) This is about as meta as Scream 4 right now. (laughs) Scriforum. <laughs> Scriforum. Real meta. So meta they say the word meta. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so that's been my life. Do you know what I've been doing? What have you been doing? Thank you for asking. I have been sitting in queues trying my damnedest, my damnedest, Stacy, to acquire, to procure the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And I sit there, and they say we're gonna drop more of them today. And That's I sit a there, lie. and I sit there, and I say, 
it is a lie. This is what I've learned. But I keep going back and going back and going back. And I keep refreshing the page. And then they say, it's 6 o'clock. It's going to have more. And I say, thank you. And I'm, I'm like, I get signed in. I make sure I have everything all ready to go. Payment information, all of it. And then it, the number t- changes and I click refresh. And then everything freezes and nothing works for five minutes. And then it says, would you like to add this to your cart? And I say, yes. And it says, well, fuck you. We're sold out. And then it does mm. again and again and again. Where are you trying to uh, buy it from? Don't ask me that. Is it Walmart? I don't support Walmart. Don't you dare ask me that question. I see. <laughs> well. This is, okay. I went to the Walmart when I was in mm. Wyoming because that's the only place I could go. Right, right. Clearly I was bitten by the Walton virus. And wow. I saw, so I saw when I was searching the internet and I, by searching the internet, I typed in how to get PlayStation and the website said Walmart's doing it at three o'clock, six o'clock and nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? It's been that rough of a time. I I'm going to You say purchase. it's been a rough time. I'm just looking for a great value. I'm looking for a great value and a non-unionized employee set to screw. <laughs> Is what I said. Every PlayStation I buy from Walmart uh, helps the Walmart workers get more food stamps to survive. Get denied more food stamps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, I, so I tried that, and there was a bust. I just want to know who successfully got it. What kind of do you have to be plugged into the Walmart server itself to get it? Anthony, people run bots online. What does that mean? It's a computer thing. Listen, I'm a hacker. (laughs) I know this. You have the you won't understand. You won't understand. Okay, Okay. but it's programs. It's like a script that people can add to their whatever that will search out all the websites at once and will just buy as many of them as they can at once. These are professional scalpers. Those are the and those are the fuckers that now they put the PlayStation and the Xbox X Series X Triple X Y on eBay for three thousand dollars now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my god. That's right. I knew it. Was, I knew it. I knew it had to be the fucking nerds. I knew it. Yeah, it's the nerds, and some what? people genuinely like lucked out and got them. I'm sure, but mostly oh. it's nerds that are flipping them for outrageous amounts of money. I hate it. I hate it mm-hmm. so much. I'm like, what? How is this? This system is not egalitarian. <laughs> I keep hitting refresh. If it freezes for five minutes and then they're all gone, who actually gets in there? But now I know it's these fucking bots. Mm-hmm. It's the Russians and the hackers. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm so upset. So I tried that. I tried Walmart. Then I gave up. And then I then I discovered yesterday PlayStation Store itself through Sony.com. Is that? <laughs> you? If you go there... Then it says, welcome to our queue. If you sit in our queue, we'll alert you with a chime. And then when it chimes, we'll let you purchase the PlayStation. You have 10 minutes to buy it. And I said, Jason, I have a Zoom, but you can sit here and wait for this to chime, right? Like, after an hour of waiting, it says, oh, sorry, you're out of the queue. We sold out. (laughs) It's never going to happen. Anyway, I'm done. Well, I feel better about not doing anything this week. That's for sure. <laughs> because I have done the least while, <laughs> yeah. while expending the most effort. Yep. 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 I've never like had this fever. Like usually I just wait till like Christmas or like after. Yeah, you've got, it's pandemic, right? Is I think it's it pandemic. Yeah. Well, and like I told you, I felt like I've played everything on the old gen that I wanted to play. And yes, I know I could play the new Viking Sex Harvest Assassin's Creed on <laughs> on the new the old gen. But you don't want to. I want to see the light glisten off of her white dreads. Okay. I'm sorry, plates. Okay, well, go to your local yoga studio. You can see the same thing <laughs> in real life. <laughs> Sadly, I can't anymore because that's true. They that's have true. been closed down again. Thank God. Yeah. What the hell? What is this new lockdown people are it's talking never, about? It's never. I don't know, but here's the thing. I If we go into another lockdown this time, I will write my King Lear for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't last time, but this time I will. 
<laughs> this new lockdown that is only made new by the fact of other people calling it a new lockdown. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. haven't left my house. I haven't left my house in like in like 13 months at this point. <laughs> what have I gotten done? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Haven't done anything. Like I said, it's a miracle I'm still alive. <laughs> Small blessings. Anyway. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you very I'm much. proud. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I did watch the movie for this week. I did say. too! Yeah, that's, I mean, kudos to us, right? We did that! <laughs> yeah. I, I stepped away from my 18 open browsers and queues to watch the film. I moved my eyes like 45 degrees from the left to the right. <laughs> just completely dead-faced. Yeah. No movement and just your pupils slide over to a different direction. Just, yeah, just my eyeballs moved. So I wasn't staring at the wall, I was staring at the TV. And, uh... It's like Gandalf asleep with his eyes open. <laughs> yep. To watch Mortuary, a movie yeah. I've always wanted to see. Um, it's just kind of always, it's just been there in my consciousness, but I've never made the move until now. I mean, what can you say about it, right? Hollywood royalty. Oh. Horror's first couple, power couple. The first, Lin- yes. Linda Day George and Christopher George. <sighs> Stacey, you say those words, those, I'm sorry, those sacred names. <laughs> And I, I am just, them. I'm a glow. I love them so much. I fucking love them. Mary McDonough of television's The Waltons. Not, no relation to the evil PlayStation bot regime. <laughs> what? Isn't that oh. the family? Oh, sure. <laughs> television's The Waltons. <laughs> um, And also starring Bill Paxton as The Mortuary. <laughs> Look at my windows! (laughs) See my door open and close. Oh, hello, Bill. Hello, pink flamingos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this movie. I'm not even sure what to say about it. In the first, like, 15 minutes, I wanted to marry it. I wanted to make it my unholy bride. It's same. Um, and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> it just it just collapses spectacularly it really does. into so many different directions. Uh, it's five minutes of plot wrapped in a 90 minute package. Which it like almost never commits to a single plot also. <laughs> like it, right, has, yeah. it has the, the through line, but it just keeps throwing different things at you up until about halfway. And then it's like, oh, never mind. We're just going in this direction. <laughs> yeah. And then imagine <clears throat> imagine the scene in a movie you've seen so many times where, like, the killer is revealed. And then the, the chase sequence, right? Mm-hmm. In most movies, in your average Friday the 13th, this is seven minutes at the most. Yes. And that's, that's generous. It's probably closer to, like, three. It just feels like seven. And this, that's, like, the, in the final ten of the whole movie. Yeah. This typically. is, like, the whole back half of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was over, and I was like, oh, what a refreshingly short film. <laughs> and yeah. then that kept happening. It keeps going and keeps going until we get to a a pieces-like uh, end stinger that makes yes. no sense, and I'm here for, and I fell in love all over again. I thought of pieces. I thought of another 1983 classic that this, because this Mortuary is 1983. Um, One Dark Night also kind of reminded me of that, and aesthetically mm-hmm. reminded me of One Dark Night. Hmm. Um. I have to say that ending. <laughs> <laughs> Also, a great corpse party. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is, like, this movie doesn't really work, at least in the last half. <laughs> yeah. But the first half is just so, it's, I have to say, as I was watching it so many times, I was just like, motherfucker, I love 1983. Yes. 1983 horror, that might be the, that might be my year for horror. Mm-hmm. It's just all those films get me. They're, they're so, it's, the 
pink purple light and the pastel clothing dark blue jeans with white stitching yes give me a terry cloth polo shirt oh stripes oh i'm here for it i just love a 1983 film yeah and this one really like like you said that the first couple of scenes it just delivers everything you would want yeah i was literally like oh my god I am so happy we're doing this for the show. I'm so happy I'm finally seeing this. This is my new favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, Before it became a chore. (laughs) Before it became an absolute chore. And everyone is walking down a hallway in slow motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Before it had no idea what to do with it. Yeah. It opens on a mortuary warehouse, which, as you would expect, is full of old tires. (laughs) Hey! I just got slapped in the head with a giant tire. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it's uh, these two young dudes. One of them used to work at the mortuary. He got fired, but his boss didn't pay him, so he's there to steal some tires <laughs> to make up for his financial loss. As they're uh, wandering around, they hear a noise. And they look and they see what can really only be described as synchronized Satanism. (laughs) It's the stuff dreams are made of. (laughs) It really is. It's the stuff our dreams are made of, for sure. It's a quote-unquote seance. (laughs) Unlike any seance you've ever seen, heard of, participated in, anything. By, like, uh... (laughs) The, the the satanic renaissance choir players. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. We have Christopher George at the podium in a black robe. Serving a little Anton LaVey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a circle of women in, like, white nightgowns covered with black robes. Dancing synchronized in a circle while also singing. Around a cauldron. <laughs> and in amongst them you have Linda Day George. Ugh! Now, how was I not to fall in love? Right? I was screaming, and I knew that you were. <laughs> yeah, I could feel it. I could hear it down at the other end of the hallway. <laughs> Gaylord's mid. Ah! Oh, yes, then he just got to the part with the women. Okay. Uh, before they can leave, one of the young fellows is stabbed with a what seems to be a tube. A rubber tube. <laughs> By someone palming needle, but yes. <laughs> well, all you see is the tube. It's true. I wrote down stabbed with a tube. Death by tube. <laughs> Death by tube. <laughs> we should all be so lucky, am mm-hmm. I right, ladies? Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, by a person in a black robe with like a white face. They have white face paint on. Hmm. Okay. I don't feel like telling the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> When the day George is a Satanist, someone gets stabbed by a tube. The end. (laughs) 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 Did you notice that the name of the mortuary is Heaven's Gate? No. Well, it is. Ah. See, this movie really was trying to set me up for success. Yeah. The uh, the fellow who survived is trying to find out what happened to his friend who has disappeared, but we know he's dead. Um, he's dating Mary McDonough, television's The Waltons. Her mother is Linda Day George. Mm-hmm. Her father is dead. She thinks he was killed. I'm doing this really poorly. <laughs> Listen, the answer is Bill Paxton. <laughs> Is the killer. He's the killer. He's crazy. He's Christopher George's son. He works at the mortuary. He was in an insane asylum because his mother died by suicide and that drove him mad. But now he's out and he's in love with Mary McDonough of Television's The Waltons. He kills Linda Day George, which is a hate crime. Oh, I was very upset. 
Um, and it's like we've known from the minute he walked on screen that it was Bill Paxton, right? Like, this was not a surprise. I mean, all you have to do is look at the ghoul in the face paint and say, oh, that's Bill Paxton's beautiful face. Yeah. I know who the killer is. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty much the whole movie. Bill Paxton brings the bodies back to the mortuary to embalm them. There's a nice corpse party. He kills his father. He's got his mother's body there. And in the last seconds of the film, she comes back to life somehow. Even though, okay. <laughs> She's dead and embalmed. When, because we can, <laughs> which is the alternate title of this film. Yeah. When, because the film, even before the opening where the, the two doofuses break into the mortuary warehouse to steal tires. There's a opening, open a prelude, if you will, mm, mm-hmm. where we see this like short shorts babe hanging out by a pool with his little terry cloth towel over his little short shorts, and then someone just walks up and starts beating him with a baseball bat, and then he falls into the pool. Yeah, he gets bonked. Yeah, and then and then Christy, uh, Mary McDonald, comes running out and saying, "Daddy," <laughs> and then that's the, the end of it. How, it seems like she and her mother, Linda Day George, have adjusted, well, it seems like Linda Day George has adjusted fine to the loss of her husband. Yes. And it seems like Christy, you know, is, it's, it's fresh-ish, but maybe a Sid Prescott scenario where she's still kind of getting over it. Bill Paxton, meanwhile, his mother committed suicide before that, and- Mm -hmm. Christie's father, who he, we're told he must have killed, was his psychiatrist. So <laughs> yeah. there was enough time for him to go into the mental hospital and do all this. So I'm, what I'm asking is, how long ago did her dad get killed and his mom die? Because those mm-hmm. embalmed bodies, I mean, this must be a testament to his embalming skills? Yeah, well, she... Didn't Christy say at some point to her mother that, like, it was two weeks or something after... Or, like, four weeks after her father died that she started dating someone? Because Christy thinks that her mom is, like, running around and blah, blah, blah. But no, she's just going to these seances. Which, it turns out, actually are seances. You think these are Satanists or something. Well, It's literally just a fucked up seance where they're trying to get in touch with Linda Day, George's dead husband. (laughs) So that he will stop giving Christy nightmares. It's, the movie is so complicated. <laughs> but even then, like, they say, oh, yeah, she did say that. But then she, he, uh, Greg, her boyfriend, who is, like, a walking Ken doll, and I was- He's adorable. I was very into him. I don't- He, he I, was so sweet. I loved him. He was just such a sweetheart, and he was, like, totally here for her. Mm-hmm. And- doesn't care when they get in a fight. He still wants to look out for her. But he even points out at one point, like, we haven't made love since your father died. Yeah. <laughs> Which I also love that this jock is like, we haven't made love. But, um, <laughs> yeah. so I'm so confused by the timelines. I love, I love what you're pointing out is in the opening, you think the satanic choir cauldron dance cake dance collective (laughs) you think that they're going to be somehow involved in the bloody affairs right we only get one more scene with them where they sneak into like the more he's greg beautiful perfect kendall greg sneaks into the mortuary and he's spying on them in there um they are doing that seance to to summon the husband that's yeah. the only other scene we ever get. And nobody, at no point does anyone ever talk about it. There's no like, oh yeah, we're part of a spiritualist club. Yeah, it's just Christy's like, wow, I guess my mom really wasn't cheating. Well, I gave her a hard time. Oh well. <laughs> Not like my mom is sitting there in a black robe with a bunch <laughs> of other people in black robes doing weird satanic shit to talk to the dead. So I, I love that it is just tertiary. That they yeah. have their satanic renaissance players club. Mm-hmm. That Mr. Andrews, the respected mortuary owner and businessman in town, who goes to the the sheriff, who the sheriff who's like, 
you kid don't come around these parts but he has like this palatial <laughs> lakeside condo view office even though he's from like the dukes of hazard that that he calls him into the, his office and mr andrews christopher george is saying oh i've never had any seances with ladies so we get the setup that this is like a dark secret mm-hmm. they're doing shelly winter satanism Mm-hmm. But alas, it's not even a plot thread that they return to, ever! <laughs> no! And I guess it's supposed to be a red herring of sorts, and it's like, maybe it would be if we didn't know from the outset that it's Bill Paxton. Yeah. Who doesn't interact with the synchronized Satanists. No, he's just, he has his own movie. Yeah. Which then becomes the last half of the movie. It is so weird. <laughs> so it's so weird and it doesn't really work but i don't really care because you know what i can already feel it it's already happening yep as time goes on i'm gonna be like oh my god mortuary was the best movie i've ever seen because i'll only be thinking i'm only gonna be thinking about the first 15 minutes and the last five seconds uh and I hope in extend those last five seconds to maybe 15 seconds because remember how great Linda Day George looked as a dead body with that lilac eye makeup and the fur <laughs> draped across her. That's true. And she sat in that chair just staring off in the distance like you at the wall, just dead. <laughs> I could have been at that corpse party and no one would know I was still alive. You would have fit right in. I would have fit right in. That is my Saturday night. And my Monday night, Tuesday night, etc. <laughs> How did her body look as fresh as the, the mom and the dad that died like a year ago? Yeah, it makes no sense. But already, I, I just feel it. That I feel it happening. great corpse party. It was a really good corpse party. Bill Paxton's like playing as Mozart because for some reason he's a nerd who also dresses as a gothic ghoul killer who loves Mozart. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. It was a mortuary. It's the greatest a movie fun of all movie. time. It's still fun. I mean, it's really worth it. Even, even past fifteen minutes, I would say for like the first forty minutes, where Christy and Greg are like kind of investigating and going around, they go to the roller rink, oh. et cetera, et cetera. Like I was so into all of that. Those outfits. Yeah, it just kind of falls apart a yeah. little bit at yeah. the end. Yeah. In yeah. the last third. For me, honestly, it was when um, it fell apart when... <laughs> I guess when Linda Day George died. Yeah, Cause, well... Well, and there was like a... The one thing I really didn't appreciate about the movie was like, there's sexual sadism with his character. And so mm-hmm. like, Linda Day George, he like, makes a huge show out of like, stabbing her down belows. Yeah. With the embalming thing. And he's like, keeps doing it. It's like, okay, we get it. The camera's lingering. And then there's the him dressing uh, Christy, Mary McDonough's body, and she's like, it's just like a full frontal over the overhead scene. As he's like, there's a yeah, there's a lot of weird sex stuff. Even her dreams, her her nightmares, where she's like, and it's just partially the way she was acting it, but it's like she's in bed, like, oh, daddy, oh, yeah. daddy, and I'm just like, this can end now. Yeah, that got where a she... reaction in this household. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But the, and then it's like the fully nude sex scene, like both of them. You don't really see anything, but. There's like a total, like both Greg and Christy are totally naked for the sex scene. There's a scene where she ends up in the pool in her white nightgown and comes out and you can see everything. Everything. There's weird sex, like, yeah. It did look there's like a she was sleaziness. Strap. In, the night, in the nightgown, it looked like there was a little white strap on her thought. Like, it looked like she was wearing a jock strap. I was very confused. Didn't look like it from the front. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, the sex scene was weird in there in her um, red velvet German cottage mansion <laughs> foyer. Yeah. And there, I was like, "Your mom is just out." You're like in the living room. Your mom's at the Y doing her fucking synchronized Satanism. She's gonna be home any minute. Now. Yeah, you two are doing the fucking Kama Sutra in the living room. <laughs> Mommy's going to show up any... And she does, like, ten minutes later. The only reason why they weren't still doing it is because they got in a fight. Yeah, because she she heard Daddy's voice. (laughs) She saw that photo. (sighs) 
Yeah. It's so it's like it's weird that it's got those sort of threads of sleaze throughout it because it doesn't overall it doesn't feel like a sleazy movie. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was probably you know, it's probably like some shit producer. That was like, you know what I don't like about these wholesome kids? <laughs> they don't fuck <laughs> naked in the red velvet plush German cottage mansion. <laughs> I can see someone saying that. Yeah, yes. I think that's what yeah. happened. And then probably I thought, yeah, I thought uh, I did love. There was actually a really nice sequence that then made me re-love. Like I felt like it was kind of you know beginning to deflate, and then I fell fully back in love when there was that really nice scene. I think. Uh, I can't remember at what sequence it happened, but Linda Day George and Mary McDonough have this really nice scene together in their lesbian vampire 90s with their just cleavage everywhere. Yes. But they have like a mother-daughter bonding moment where she's like, I really love you and care about you. And they drink brandy together and toast to health yes. and peace of mind. That was nice. And, and then five minutes later, Linda Day George is dead. Yeah, is brutally murdered. I was so upset. And then we get that weird moment where he's chasing her and you hear the ADR of his mouth breathing, but you see shots and his mouth is not open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and then she grabs, it's very scream, he's standing over and she pulls the mask off of him. And I'm like, he wasn't wearing a mask that was face paint. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? By the end of it, she became Axe Bride. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like this movie. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, yeah. but but I did enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm I'm <clears throat> thrilled to get a gem from the early 80s at any opportunity. So. <sighs> if there's one I haven't seen yet. Gimme, 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 I say. I love 1983. Made in 81. Really? Mm-hmm. All the good ones were made in 81 and released in 83. <laughs> Exactly. It's true. I can't think of the other examples, but there's like there's one. <laughs> no, it's true. There's another one that was. Yeah, I can't remember. Give me eighty one, eighty two, eighty three. That's mm. the prime time, baby. Everything was downhill after that. It's true. We got Blood Rage after that, but that was I think filmed in eighty three, not released. Until I later. was downhill after that. <laughs> For sure. So was America, thanks to Reagan. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was the nadir, mm-hmm. as they say. Yeah. Thank so. you for um, your... Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, but Nadine. what is... That's astrological... No, what... <laughs> Geometric this... term? Yeah, right? <laughs> Thank the you. apex, kind of. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we smart. <laughs> <laughs> prize winning day here on Gay and this is our best episode ever <laughs> five minutes in I don't feel like talking about I love the, I don't want to tell the story <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it, well you know, I mean there's not a lot to say about it you know like it's not like well I thought that this signi- the, the tube signified or, <laughs> you know well that's what they wanted you to think and talk I about see. with that Linda Day George death scene. That's true. Look it at, was very rapey. Look at the masculine violence. It was it was too rapey. And honestly, y- you you could have her die off screen, and I don't need to know about it. And or you could have her still be alive, and she pretends to be a corpse just so I get that final shot of her with her lilac makeup and her her fur <laughs> sitting there staring into nothing. I love Linda Day George. Is what I'm trying to say. As well you should. And Christopher George, thank you. They, this was his last film. Yeah. And so when he died in, the, in this film, I was like, oh, it's sad. Mm-hmm. But two goddamn angels. <clears throat> yep. Absolutely. Great performers in this film, I'll give it that. They're all very charismatic. Yeah. So you should still watch it. Yeah. I mean, I know we've made it sound very enticing. <laughs> uh, it's on Shudder. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Um, like I said, it's always been on my list, and now I can cross it off my list. So, you know what? I did accomplish a very big thing. This you week. did! That's one for Thank the you. list. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Em- embalming is weird, right? Oh, it's ghoulish. Why do we do this? Like, so this is what my biggest takeaway from the movie was, besides Linda Day George, is I'm like, the, the funeral home industrial complex... 
Yeah. Is fucking weird. And full disclosure, I mean, Queer Horror, one of our sponsors is a local funeral home, but just because they believe in the show and they're really kind and so they help us support performers. So I'm like, you're great. They also do, they offer green burials and stuff. But that said, I still think funeral homes and embalming, this whole industry is fucked up. It sounds like someone needs to read The American Way of Death by Jessica Mitford. Is But is she the one that travels the world and did the anthropology of how all the societies... Because a couple people write, have written these books. There's the one... Caitlin Doughty. Oh, yeah. She does, she's like um, the funeral person, right? But she's super critical of the... She's a mortician, I think, but she's super critical of the funeral home industry. Yeah, she's, she's into like natural death shit. Yeah, and and it seems like um, the the uh, American way of death, like that that kind of idea. She's trying to keep talking about that. I would I would read the Medford book for sure. Highly recommend yeah. it. I should check it out because this is a thing that that was a thing that it started like as a as a industry to enterprise off of like war, right? It's completely unnecessary. You are made to feel guilty if you don't do these things, you know. Like, <laughs> like, just put them in a fucking box, man. Well, and that's the thing is a lot of people assume that this is like, there is no other option. Right. Like, you assume that someone dies, you call the ambulance or whatever, and then they go to a funeral home, and then they get embalmed, and you buy a billion dollar coffin and a zillion other expenses, and then stick them in the ground, and then pay a million more dollars for that, and for the cement block and the shroud and all that shit. Yeah. But there's, like, actually no law saying you have to do that, I think. <laughs> right. I think so people are so conditioned to think that that's what we must do. Yeah. You have to have a nice coffin, otherwise you're disrespecting grandma. Yeah. You know? Versus, and, like, we have to, like, I don't understand embalming. I really don't understand embalming. Like, It's, it's so fucking weird, right? Yeah, it's totally unnecessary. Like, let's maybe have the wake sooner or something? Or, I mean... I didn't even go to my grandmother's wake, my beloved grandmother, when she died a couple years ago. I didn't go because I was like, it's not her. And I don't want that to be my last. Like, I, you know, if people, if it brings people comfort, cool. Like, that's you, you know. But, like, I was like, I don't want that to be my last memory of her. It's like all made up and dead laying in a box. Like, that's not going to. I went to her funeral, but I don't know. It's really rough. It's, yeah, my, my great-grandma, I, I think for some reason I had talked myself into it where I was like, no, I need to, like, for closure, like, because people always say, like, for closure, you know, you walk up if you have an open casket. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I had that exact experience where I'm like, that's not her. Why do they paint her up like that? That's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, but that's the thing is like, but people still get embalmed even when they do closed casket services. Right. Yeah. But it's like, so what is the point of it? It's like, there's this weird belief of like, you will be more preserved so you are more comfortable in your designer coffin for when, <laughs> so as you sleep until G, like it's like the stork, but reverse. Right. As you, as you sleep so that when Jesus comes to resurrect you. Yeah. Your finger doesn't fall off as fast. Well, ju it just <sighs> boggles the mind. It's so unnatural and gross. Just put me in a pit where at least I can dissolve and, you know, be nutrients for something. Like, let Thank the, you. Like, let the body serve a purpose in the cycle of life. Thank you, Lion King. This yes. is what I always... <laughs> I want I always... Anthony to hold my corpse up like that monkey did with the little baby <laughs> tiger or whatever the fuck. Lion, I guess. It was the Lion the King. Tiger. Yes, the Tiger King. That's... <laughs> That's the movie we're talking about. I want Anthony to be the monkey. I'll be the baby lion. Please tell me this is your will. Yeah, and then you just throw me right off that cliff. Hopefully someone will have dug a hole. Oh, we forgot the hole. We forgot the hole. Well, just cover me up with leaves. Who cares? You're just kicking some leaves onto your yeah. body. I'll be dead, so I hope people have fun with it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, turn it into a game. Why not? Just that... let me serve some purpose. Like, I would love, I mean, I'm an organ donor. You know, hopefully I'll still have something of use left by the time <laughs> I'm done. Who knows? Right? They could cut me open and be like, what the fuck? This is all useless. 
They but, could, they could do, uh, you could have, a, you could become prosthetic bangs for someone, for someone that needs a bangs implant. Oh, Kyle Richards, hear my prayer. Oh my God. It, when, when she's like 95, still making Halloween movies, I will be her prosthetic bangs. <laughs> she's like, I need bangs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, once once I'm all scooped out and they've used everything, <laughs> <laughs> and they can use everything that's usable, let the you know let the birds feed them. Throw me in a an animal enclosure at a wildlife park or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, feed who the cares? Children. Who cares? Thank you. I I have always felt the same way. I don't understand this bizarre. Uh, uh, fairy tale glamour around embalming and burying. That's what I've always said to my friends is when I die, I, I tell my friends this as I get to know them and be, and trust them. I say, when I die, if you know me and you're around my corpse, take it, take it away from whoever yeah. has it and just put like little Miss Sunshine. Like I love when they just steal me out of the fucking hospital or the morgue and just throw me in the earth. Yeah. I just want to go on the ground. Yeah. That's I it. don't need a coffin. I mean, luckily with green burials or those kinds of, now they just wrap you in a shroud and throw you in. Right. Or you can be with like like some seed balls and you turn into a tree. I think that's all great. Yeah. But also like, you can do that without having to pay people thousands of dollars, I hope. And also like, I don't have children. I'm not going to have children. Who's going to buy my grave plot? Who the fuck is going to come and visit it? Like if anybody out there is like, oh, I used to read Final Girl. Like they can remember me. They can be like, hmm, one time she talked about Halloween 5. Like that's good enough. You're not going to come to my fucking grave site and be like, oh, <laughs> I remember when she talked about Halloween 5. <laughs> like, every, you know, everyone's just going to sit in their houses anyway. So why do I don't need like a gravestone or whatever, I guess, you know, like. Is that depressing? I don't know. Well, I think the thing is for gay people, I feel like we've already kind of given up on the idea of immortality in terms of like having a bloodline. Yeah. You know, having, I'm, creating I'm, a legacy. Exactly. I'm immortal in in the sense that like there are some people who will remember me for a while. Yeah, I think and I think that's what for us, I think it's more like we've we create bodies of work. Yeah. Like we've we create, you know, we have an artist story yeah you remember that that's that's our legacy in ter- in terms of this meat husk yeah just toss it man just toss it grind it up give it to your cats who cares, who cares? <laughs> who cares oh well it's so weird it's very strange I just had to ask that because I have such a sense of revulsion around it. It was cool when the Egyptians were, like, scooping, stirring up people's brains and, like, scooping them out with the hook and, Mm -hmm. like, keeping... Like, unless you go, like, full pageant like that. Yeah, unless I'm gonna be covered in gold and stuck in a fucking pyramid. Yes! Like, okay, that's one thing, but when it's like, oh, let's put, you know, they're gonna put me in a fucking sweater set or some shit... Put me in some casket that I would never be caught alive in. Uh, bury me. Like, it's like, okay, $20,000 so that no one can come visit your grave. Yeah, for a suburban death. A suburban death. You know. I mean, go big or go home. I want capes. Yeah. Lots of capes. Jewels. <laughs> or at least things that sparkle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mall mat or um, pretty, pretty princess accessory jewel. Yeah, I want mall madness now. <laughs> yeah, bury me in a mall madness game. The bo- box, yeah, bury me in the box. There we go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so fucking weird. It's really weird. Oh well. Um. Well, now that we have that method of disposal, out that, of way, I think this is an incredible episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's just cut to the chase and seal the deal. Stacy, are you ready to place your head on the chopping block? Yes. That is the second thing I will accomplish this week. (laughs) 
I've got three new categories for you. I have two for you. Uh, two see. new ones. I see. <laughs> I'm not breaking the rules and only giving you two categories. Right. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for mine. They're fun ones. I think. Yeah. I think they're fun. Well, okay. We'll find out. The jury's We out. will find out, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, how does this work? Or do you want to tell this story? <laughs> I don't feel like telling the rules. <laughs> Look, it's a question and answer game, all right? Someone asks questions, someone answers questions. The person answering the questions chooses from three categories, which each have five questions, okay? You get 10 seconds to answer the question. If you don't answer in time or you answer incorrectly, our non-binary executioner, the heads, they will chop your head off. However, you have one lifeline, and that lifeline is Jamie Lee Curtis's wig from the 1981 film Halloween 2. Okay? If you call out for the wig, if you cry out, I want the wig, the wig will be delivered unto you by, uh, I don't know, magic. So you put the wig on, and then the non-binary executioner gets confused. You get 10 extra seconds. The end. And then if you die or you answer all the questions correctly... Either way, good for you. It's the other person's turn. Is that? There we go. Ding, ding, ding. Well <laughs> That's satisfactory. That's, okay, thank you. <laughs> but I like your own trepidation. About <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying the same thing for three years now. Is that the right thing to say? <laughs> Isn't We've only been doing this game for like three months now. Isn't that wild? It is wild. We've thought of so many questions. So... Who the fuck went last time for I who? I don't remember. I know it was only last week, but so much has happened in the last week that how could I possibly remember? You watched a movie. <laughs> I watched a movie and then I just now talked about it. <laughs> Let's say age before beauty. I don't know. The goes... fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was going to provide an answer, but clearly not. I don't have a coin, but I have a Gudetama pin. I could flip the pin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Gudetama or pinback? Pinback, please. Oh, you win. All right. So I answer first? I think so. All right, all right. Give me some categories. Baby. All right, Stacy. Categories are, here's the old one, the cash-in inning, mm. in which you uh, name lazy sequel titles. Uh, after that, we have, who asked for this? <laughs> um, who asked for this is where you have to, you are tasked with naming a single actor from the following completely forgettable and unnecessary remakes all you have to do is name one single actor Mm, and then last category subtitles i don't come to movies to read and this is actually not about subtitles proper but about qualifying subtitles so uh in this you just name the movie's full title so like for example i would say freddy's dead the answer would be the final nightmare i see so the cash in and ning. Who asked for this? Where you name one single actor. Oh, or God. subtitles. I don't come to movies to read. I want to name the, the who asked for this. Yes. All right. Sweet. I'm excited. I'm going to do this one. Okay. Na- so all I have to do is name one actor from the movie. I will give you the title of the remake. Okay. And these are forgettable and unnecessary remakes. You only have to name one actor from the film. Okay. So I, you know, I have the actors I think you might name. I might have to do some cross-checking otherwise. But I'm just going to give you the title. I'm going to assume you know which remake I'm talking about. Like, I do clarify a year with one movie that has a, uh, that has been, there's two movies with this name, but I clarify the year of the remake. So that's it. Okay. Okay, Stacey, are you ready for this? Question yes, one. Yes, I'm ready. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Rooney Mara. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Question two. Child's Play. Aubrey Plaza. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, okay. Okay, they're going to start getting harder. I am sure. Question three. 
the 2017 Leatherface. Alexandria Daddario. Uh, pause. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Stacy. Yeah, I, I don't know. Alexandra Daddario is in Texas Chainsaw, the 3D franchise no, entry. Oh, for fuck's sakes. I can't believe how many Texas Chainsaws there are. Excuse me, there's only one. Thank you. The, you, In terms of actors I know in this, the last three questions were really hard. Uh, I actually will give you a bonus. But in terms of the actors that I... You could have said Lily Taylor. Because what the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Oh She's in Leatherface. God. You could have said Lily Taylor or, more fittingly, Stephen Dorff. Like, no surprises there. But Lily Taylor? I, that actually... I felt my soul collapse. <laughs> Oh my god. I I have not um I have not seen this film. I was curious because it's by the inside guys. Mm. Uh the French ones. But yeah. Lily Taylor? Oh god. You know what? We're gonna keep going. Because I wanna see if you can name any of these actors because this oh, is Oh god. <laughs> okay. Bonus question four. Friday the thirteenth. Oh, yeah, um, Danielle Pettibaker. Ding, ding, ding. Question four. Inside. Oh, shit. Oh! Oh, no, nope, nope, no, no. Bella Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, you could have said Laura Herring, or oh. who I would have thought, Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols. Who the fuck is Rachel Nichols? She's Rachel Nichols, a claimed star of Inside. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> okay, and this one, this was the bonus question. Um, because this one I was like, fuck me, Jesus. Bonus question six. Martyrs. Oh, yes. Yes, I know that one. The pretty little liar one. Um, 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 oh, um, um, Sh- uh, not Shay Mitchell, no. Um, 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 I see her face. Oh. <laughs> I, um, uh, I'm just going to say you're dead because I've stopped keeping time. Um, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> so like the lady who fell crushing the grapes. <laughs> Um, uh, it's not Shay Mitchell. Uh-uh. No. I see her face. I know who this is. Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> her, her, you are correct. She plays Lucy. Her name is, I don't even know how to say, Troyan. Troyan Bellisarius. <laughs> Belisario, something. Belisario. Belisario. I'm shocked that you even knew that. I did not know a single person in this cast except, and I don't know her name, but Kate Burton because she was the vice president on Scandal. And so I know her. She played Mademoiselle in it, but Mm. um, apparently. I feel like I passed something. <laughs> it's just I love seeing uh the star power that these films Oh sure. hold. Who doesn't love Daniel Panabaker? I mean, well. Rudy Mara is a star. Rudy Mara is a star, yeah. Maybe not her best work. Not her best work. Oh well. But <laughs> I mean, that's where the stars end in that category. Yep. Well, except it. the Lay Taylor who is <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, don't, the world don't owes her a collective apology. Yes. 
All right, wipe off the blood. Thank oh you for my. all those bonuses. That was fun. Yeah, I just had to get through those because they're so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got three new categories today. Mm-hmm. They are category one. Oh, you nasty video. It's all about video nasty. <gasps> I describe it. You tell me the movie title. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> category two. As seen on video game, uh, I describe a movie that is based on a video game. You tell me the movie. Oh. And uh, last one is Implements of Terror. I give you an object that is used in a notable slasher movie death. You tell me the notable slasher movie. Mm. Jason tried getting me to do this very category for you. Hmm. Oh, you nasty video. As seen uh, on video game and implements of terror. See, I really want to do the Oh, you nasty video because I had a video nasty series at Movie Madness. In the before um, times. In the before times. And I would love to continue to disprove my uh, validity as a film programmer. But, oh. But, you know, I'm feeling that PlayStation burn. Right, yeah. I've got the salve on and everything. So I'm going to say video games me, please. All right. I describe you give me the movie title. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You describe the movie and not the video game. Right. But maybe they share a name. Who knows? Okay. These movies are based on, these horror movies are based on horror video games. Okay. Okay. Here we go. As seen on video game. Question one. <clears throat> You'll get these. These are real easy. Mm. This film, written by notable lesbian Guinevere Turner, features meatloaf <laughs> and an underwater knife fight between Cristana Loken and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Blood rain. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I always forget that it was a movie. Yeah. And a game. <laughs> this 2005 film swaps out the game's demons for genetically engineered monsters. But it does star Rosamund Pike, so it's all good. <sighs> Thank you for that. I didn't think I was going to get it without that. Um, Doom. Yes, dang, dang, dang. <clears throat> all right, question three. This 2014 movie doesn't have a whole lot to do with the series it's based on, but who cares because it's perfect. <laughs> Fatal frame, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Question four. Uva Bowl unwisely included actual game footage in this film based on a zombie light gun arcade favorite. House of, House of the Dead. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Yes. Question five. Ooh, you're going to go all the way. (gasps) This atrocious sequel to Silent Hill starring Carrie Ann Moss is loosely based on the third game in the series. Silent Hill Revelation. You got it. (laughs) I honestly, I'm sorry. Retract that. I feel bad even rejoicing because that movie is such an egregious piece of shit. Oh my God. It's awful. It's so bad. The third game is so good, and Heather is such a cool character, and the movie just did Heather wrong, it did Silent Hill wrong, it did Carrie Ann Moss wrong, that's for sure. Well, and I knew, because I I knew how much you loved Silent Hill um, in 3, yeah. I think, because of Final Girl. Yeah. So when I saw it, because I think when I saw it, like, we weren't, we didn't really know each we other. We weren't very well. friends. No, we weren't. We weren't. We weren't top friends. But like, <laughs> so I I went in excited <sighs> because I knew your excitement for Silent Hill three, and so I was like, oh, it looks like it's actually gonna connect in a weird way. It looks like they've figured out a cool way to connect the movie, which was separate kind of from the initial stories a little, to Silent Hill three, and just take that and run with it. <sighs> Like, Sharon is grown up, now she's Heather, they're on the run, they're changing their names. Like, that seems cool, right? It's so bad. It is such a bad movie. It's such a bad movie. Like, Albino, Carrie Ann Moss, no offense to our albinic listeners. Yeah. I like that director, too. 
Who was it? Michael J. Bassett. He did a film called Wilderness, and he did that, uh, what was that other one? Death something. The World War One movie in the trenches. I don't know that I've seen any of his movies. Oh, I Death Watch. His, Death Watch, that's it. Yeah. I liked his other stuff, so this was a yeah. big disappointment. Well, and leading up to it, I heard he was good. Yeah. And I just, it was so bad. It was like, okay. It, it was like a bad carnival ride, right? <laughs> Revelation and they had that guy with the hook hands or whatever yeah or scythe hands it was just a bad car and it reminds it, Silent Hill Revelation is the film version of the haunted house the drive through haunted house we went through this October for <laughs> pandemic where we you sat in line forever and then they when it's time they 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 get you to come on and they they have you drive into a shed you drive into a shed they shut the doors you turn off your car and then two actors dance around your car and like one of them their whole shtick was that they had long sleeves and they're like look at my sleeves and they just like (laughs) move them around and then they poured water on the car and then they opened up the door and we drove out and it was done (laughs) i love that it was amazing it was the greatest community now you're making silent hill revelation sound good i know are we gonna do that next no god no (laughs) I could never, ever watch it again. It is that bad. It's that bad. It's just a bad movie. Especially when the first one, like, had stuff going for it. Except Sean Bean, who also is in this one. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but it led you to chopping block victories, so I guess it actually turned out to be good for something. Yay! I did a thing! You did a thing! Congratulations. Oh, you I can't believe it. win pride. That's what you win. That's a deadly sin. Congratulations. I'm going to get seven. <laughs> oh, no. Well, this was not the most exciting episode of the Chopping... I mean, the Gay Lords of Darkness. <laughs> Whatever our show's called. I don't want to remember it. Uh, I had no upfront business. I didn't want to talk about the movie. I failed at the chopping block. Am I living my best life? Clearly. Yeah, because Linda Day George is there. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. Um, But, you know, next week we'll be back with some more mediocre content. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And until then, you can find us on the internet. GaylordsofDarkness.com, our website has links to everything. All our, Now I don't have to say all those social media links. You go to that website and there are little icons that take you to all the social medias that are slowly eroding and killing any attempts at a democracy. Isn't it grand? You can listen to episodes. You can uh, do lots of things. I would like to give a shout out to the people who have uh, sent in money through the tip jar or subscribe to the show, which people don't have to do. But they do it anyway, and it is super duper appreciated. It helps keep the lights on at Stately Gaylord's Manor. It is helping us construct our own mausoleum in the Our own Heaven's Gate. Our own Heaven's Gate mortuary. (laughs) Which is what we put on the business plan, and they were like, um. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, listen, it's going to be filled with tires. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) So thank you to those people. Thanks to people who listen to the show and review us on iTunes or whatever. That's nice. Yeah. And all of you um, that purchased some of our, our first uh, <coughs> rollout merch. Yeah, yeah, merch Which I think is all at your homes by now. And oh. I've already seen some pictures going up. And that's so cool. Thank you. Oh, and yeah? Stacy, I will say, I just put in an order for some more Suspiria bumper stickers. How nice. So... We will have more of those soon. You know, I do love that that is one dream we made a reality. If you listen, I don't know what episode it was where I mentioned that I was my big merch idea was that bumper sticker. And now it's a bumper sticker. It's the one thing we held true to. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it was truly the dumbest idea. Always <laughs> the dumbest ideas. Thank you. So good. Um, so good. But until next time. I've got a wall to stare at, and you have a browser to refresh, Anthony, I'm sure. Oh, my cue. (laughs) So, bye-bye! 
haunted tome made out of skin. It's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha, ha, ha.